In Habakkuk 2 verse 14, the prophet by the Holy Spirit gave prophecies that are very relevant to the times we live in today. The evils and darkness covering the earth makes it seem like there is no hope but actually there is hope. Where lies hope? Hope lies in the knowledge of the glory of God which is the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Things are bound to change when Jesus is revealed and known by many. Through the platform of Pluru, God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna reveals Jesus in his teachings. Be blessed as you listen to this series, Understanding the Finished Work of Christ.
the fasting for October restarted. We just we were already in the heat of November and actually gradually preparing for for uh, what they call it January, praise God. Sometimes I forget to remember that I see the uh, 31st night to preach. Amen. Uh, Christmas is and this is not plenty preaching. Amen. We can just come here, come and dance and go and celebrate God. And go. It's not plenty preaching. 31st night. Uh, we talk about what happened 31st night last year. It was a very serious push into this year. And uh, at the first time, it's only very prophetic. And so it amazes me how Christians don't understand how the first time prophetic is. Why they are thinking of the prophetic, why we are thinking of how serious and very many are thinking of how to do fireworks, how to do that and this school and do Kabbalah. And I wonder when they came to me and I believe you through Banga and then through this school, through Kabbalah and everything, you know something. And I believe you through fireworks and then. The first that is prophetic and I'm trusting God for what God is going to do. Amen to Jesus. Alright, now I'm surprised to see somebody from the Philippines is also liking the teaching of last month. And uh, sometimes I see people liking the teaching of January. You see people liking the teaching of past. You know, they're all stored up there in Facebook and they're all on the uh, online media. So people can just go, uh, um, the, the conference teachings, just the second day. I just I dropped it that day, but the next about nine people are busy. People are just rushing and listening to the teachings. So the things are people we don't know. You see, so I was thinking about it when I said, God, the way you're making me do ministry is one of the most challenging way. It's easier to do ministry when you see the people that are, that are listening to you and when you know them. You know? But when the people are, that are listening to you online, you don't know them. You are hoping that maybe you read them or you are hoping that you read them in eternity. Or maybe you will read one of them. Amen to Jesus. Amen. But it's also because the media helps us preach to the whole world. Are you getting me? Yeah. It says going into what? Going into all the world. Not so all. If we are not using the media today in the in the church, we are not obeying the commands of Jesus. Because God did not tell us to preach to communities. Yeah. God Praise God. 
Now, so when he didn't leave America, but he's he preached to the world. I remember he was talking to us and he said why he was talking to us. He had three diverse encounters. Diverse encounters with the Lord. And he said one day while he was praying, the Lord told him to start drawing a circle. Those books, I want to go and get those books. You see, they are easier when you have a hard copy. Have some of them in soft copy, but soft copy used to discourage somebody to read. But you have the hard copy and you when you're aligning again and again, it's sweeter. And before you have had letters, the battery has gone down and it's calling to continue. Well, that copy doesn't run down. He can read it. So then he was doing the cycle, and the cycle, and the Lord began to explain to him what the cycle meant. And then the Lord told him, put your teachings into books and put them into cassettes. It's not because a vegan mission came out. No. But can I tell you, you don't start a mission the way I started. Then by, by the Holy Ghost orchestrating events, people leaving the church, and then God opened. No, it's not like that. God, the Holy Ghost, the Lord told him that in the place of prayer, the Lord told him, put your teachings into books. And put in his time, people were not putting teachings into his hands. Um, um, um. So, if you look at his book, you will know that he's not the one who wrote it. It's not some people who were there during the time of their ministry, they now compiled their teachings. And then they brought out books for them. But then, at their time, they were not preaching and preaching. They are moody. They were not writing books. Uh, Charles Spurgeon, they were not writing books. They were just preaching. John West, they were just preaching and preaching. But people over the years, after John Gillis, they had to compile their books for them. I can say. But can they tell you, live in a time between their time and our time? And what made the preach between their time and our time was the living of the Holy Spirit into what the media. That's all. Most of them have their videos recorded. But see, recorded videos are good. I you get what I'm saying. But there's something about translating them into books and then translating them into teachings. Because you can have a program here, a conference here, like um, Kakikuma was going from place to place, you know, ministry and then show. Um, but now, when they are series, are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. When they are into series, it's easy for people to capture them. And when they are compiled in series, this is for people to come So, can I tell you what's the people debris between that generation and our generation, our media savvy generation? Why? Simply the Holy Spirit told Put it in books. Put it in words. Writing. It, it was by the leading of the Spirit, by the instruction of the Holy Spirit. And today, his books and materials are still going on and on. Why was it important for that to be done? Because the only way we can preach to all the world is to go beyond physical and go toward the airways. The physical will limit us, but the airways is unlimited. Using the media is unlimited. And you know what I'm saying? Yes. That's how we are trusting God for next year. Next year we are trusting God that every day will be preaching online. Everything, Monday to Friday, except for weekends, and normally on Saturday, some people are preaching also. But everything we preach online. And then we also trust in God for next for the Lord to open doors of opportunity for us. A studio, the Lord will open, yes. the Lord will open this door rest of the studio. Amen. We are trusting God for the Lord to give us a television station. Amen. We are trusting the Lord to also bless us with, a, with, with, with an online TV station. Actually, in this ministry, we don't, our business is not in how. 
We are to, our business is in what? Why do we want disciple? Because he says what? Go ye to all the world and preach. I cannot be jumping from nation to nation. Even me, I don't like traveling on a normal day. I don't like, uh, I'm driving on my own path. So I don't like long journeys. I don't like long journeys. I don't like it. I like quick journeys. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. I travel when I don't want to be a while I travel when I want to travel. Amen. But just jumping, traveling, I don't enjoy it. Are you getting So for people like me to go around the world, it is a major. And so we're trusting God for next year for a, 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 a standard studio. We're trusting God for uh, the Lord to bless us with a television station. We're trusting, a standard television station. We're trusting God to bless us with, uh, with an online television station. We're trusting God to bless us with a standard online radio. Yeah. And everything to preach the gospel by the airways. I asked me, oh, how can we run it? We have, we have progress for teachings to hear. If I, I don't need to start teaching now if you want to start running the stations. You are earning to air. If you have most God blesses us with the workforce to manage their teachings, and then yeah. you know say, why? Because it's a command. Go and what? Preach to all the world. We have to, see, we have to carry down. And then it says, Father says, Sir, Jesus will do the All power is given to me in heaven and on earth. Now, Jesus, some of them will look at scriptures, we think they are disjointed and dysfunctional and they are and they don't join. Now, one of the, one of, uh, the books in the Bible that will make you think in that way is Proverbs. You see the book of Proverbs, you see in verse of scripture, the first phrase is saying something, and the next phrase is saying something totally out of it. And you think that was so long, you know. Uh, Jumping in top very romantic. No, actually these thoughts are related. They are together, they are flowing. But you need to understand the connection between both of them. Jesus starts here and says, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Why would he start by saying all power is given unto me? Why? Why would he say that? Then he says, well, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, he it says it because he knows that we need that all power to teach all nations. I cannot say. We need the all power to do what? To teach all nations. Let me tell you, if the power of God is not at work in your life, there's a level of teaching you cannot teach. Yes. Yeah, there's a level to, to teach. You know, we are teaching this years. If the power of God is not at work, if there is no power within, you won't teach. I cannot say. Yes. You'll be able to teach. So we need power to teach. Praise God for all. Hallelujah. Jesus is trusting us to preach the gospel to every creature, not to some creatures. You see that? Every, every. And one of the avenues of making you preach to every creature is the media. Because many people in the Philippines listen to us. Trinidad and Tobago listen to us. Um, Uganda, they listen to the teachings here. Kenya, listen. Uh, there's another nation I'm trying to remember again. I can't remember the name. There's a particular nation that I cannot remember the name again. I can't remember. And when I saw that nation, I was like, does this nation exist? There are people who listen to us, that listen to our teachings, that we don't know whether the nations are existing before. I didn't say. Yes. So we are to preach to all. And that is why the media is very helpful because there are some places you cannot preach. Why do I say so? Uh, for example, when I went to the Congo, when I went to the Congo to minister for missions, we turn and interpreter, we see your time. It's a front of all environment. You're wasting your time, you don't have to do that. And not as a good one. You're wasting your time. Are you getting it? Now, when you go to 
nations where the, the, their language is so dominant and so strong. Number one, the first prayer you have to start praying before you do the prayer for the interpreter. And if you don't have that, you waste a lot of your time achieving nothing. Praise God. But when you are on the media, those that can understand English will look for you. Are you getting it? Those that can understand English will look for you. And you may never know. Maybe the person that is behind the computer listening to you. Maybe that person has some friends and loved ones around them. Are you getting it? And then the people may not understand English, but the person can be able to start, be able to interpret for them. Why the person is listening to you? Are you getting what I'm saying? The person is able to interpret for them while he's listening to you. So that's why the media is very important. But imagine um, 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 somebody from uh, the Philippines who, uh, uh, who understands English, but the family members are there, they don't understand English. And he listens to the teacher and he tells them, this teacher is powerful, so you are going to listen to the game, and I'm going to be interpreting as a teacher is teaching. Are you getting it? You have been able to preach to some people who don't know your language without hiring an interpreter. I know of the girls in the Congo to hire an interpreter. Even with what they're paying for, they're paying. Are you getting it? Yeah. And to see the ones that are going part of the love of God, eh, it's not going to be easy. But here you are, you preach online, and somebody has interpreted your message you preach in, a, in, in, in Afghanistan, in Cyprus, in wherever, yes, and you didn't pay the person to interpret. You didn't hire the person. You have just achieved your task without what? Stress. Are you getting it? That's how we encourage you to use the media. A lot. Use it. Is use it. Amen. Now this means that God has a way he puts in place for everyone to be preached to. Are you getting what I'm saying? No matter who you are, where you live, for your standard of education, God has a way he has put in place for you to be preached to. Are you getting it? So nobody should, be, should say, I was nobody preached to me. Like I'll say, if we use the air is a lot, we'll discover that we'll be able to preach to more people. By the grace of God, I'm not going to um, emphasize my ministry of physical presence. Are you getting me? I'm trusting the Lord that my ministry is going to be uh, based much on the media. So much on the media. Do you know that with the media, you can reach India? You can reach India. The people from India, you have a lot of people from India who listen to our teachers. Are you getting what I'm saying? But if I say I want to go to India today, number one, the financial way with that, number two, the logistics, number three, what if I'm blacklisted? Are you getting it? With this, with the media, you can reach China. You can reach China. Are you getting it? So God has put in a measure in place for everyone to be preached to. And one of the measures that put in place is the measure of the media, the airways. That's like Christians who are just concentrated on the people you have seated in church. Ministers who are just concentrated on the people you have seated in church. They are limiting themselves. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, we may say that the people who are online following us are e-followers. They are not ardent followers of our teachings. Amen. Uh, but still at that, there are some who are following. Are you getting me? There are some who are adhering and are learning. And if we don't use the e-channels, if we don't use the media, we cannot reach out to these people. We can't. We can't. Amen. And God wants everybody to be reached out to. Praise God forevermore. And also, no matter your standard of education, you can be preaching. 
I believe in the simplicity of the gospel, not in the complexity of the gospel. You see, um, uh, Pastor Dunedin says something, he said, when he finished theology school, and you are a select pastor, he said, the Lord told him, you don't preach above the head of the people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, um, when you begin to display theological prowess um, 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 in front of people that are in the bank, are you getting me? They are bankers, market women, uh, what else again? Engineer, field men. You are actually wasting precious time because they need to convince you for you to take them to theology school. If you wanted to go to theology school, you would have gone to theology school without people you know, coming to meet you. And you can say. Now they came to meet you so that the theology you gather, you can make it simple for them to understand. And are you getting me? That's what they came to meet you for. You are privileged to go to theology school, they're very privileged. So this one you're privileged to get. Make it understandable for us. Make it simple but yet profound. Let us see Jesus in this your big theological exigencies and everything like that. Are you, are you not saying? So, no matter the level of education, God has a plan for people to be preached to. Amen. Preach is a word, is a, uh, is a Greek word, Rousseau. And Rousseau means to be a herald. It means to publish. It means to proclaim openly something which has been done. This means that we are to do what? We are to herald the gospel. Are you getting it? The Bible says John the Baptist uh, uh, was a follower. He says he was a voice of the leader. They say, prepare the way of the Lord, make sure it's back. He allowed Jesus. Now we are also, we learned that in our, I think it was October prayer, personal prayer. Yeah, we learned that John the Baptist are going to continue the work of John the Baptist. We are also to herald Jesus. Are you getting it? What an honor. We have to be followers as followers of Jesus. What an honor. We have to herald the gospel. We have to herald Jesus. Amen to Jesus. It also means that we have to publish and proclaim the gospel openly with all resources at our disposal. We have to publish. You can't say, how beautiful upon the mountain at the feet of them who preach the gospel. Bible says the Lord sent us his word, and great were the company of them that did what? That published it. Great were the company of them that published it. We have to publish the gospel. Publish it. Are we together? We have to publish it. And we have to proclaim it with the resources at our disposal. You can never say, I don't have a Lord to preach. Are you getting what I'm saying? I am for years I've been into um, footmanship in evangelism. I've done foot, foot evangelism in Nigeria, I did it in Congo, I've done it in Ghana here. Now I've understood something that foot evangelism is good, not all foot evangelism is good. But you make more results when you have more crowds speaking to, or when you use what the airways, where you can speak to more than one person at a time. And on foot evangelism, you cannot really achieve that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Praise God. Now, so, but at our disposal, I, I, I see when I go on uh, the groups and the level of occasion, you see say, I want to start a ministry, I need support, I need to support me to get this equipment for church, I need to support me to get this equipment for, 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 for the ministry, I want to start it. You know, when I see this country, I wonder, like, I don't understand. Jesus never sent us to preach the gospel with resources that were not available to us. 
He sent us to preach because of the resources at our, our disposal. There was a time where getting a, 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 a beautiful home facility like this was not at my disposal. Our work was available to be used. Yes. I hear what I'm saying. My early stages of ministry, I did ministry, church ministry and ministry for three and three years without microphone, without drums, without keyboard, nothing happening. I hear what I'm saying. Three years, no microphone, no drums, no keyboard. Are you getting, are you getting me? Yes. That's the reason why when people come and they say things about me, I don't mind them. Why? Because you don't know where I'm coming from, and I will tell you where I'm coming from. And when people think that, hey, I'm not achieving some things, I'm, I'm happy. You know why? Because I know where I'm coming from. At this level, with the resources available to me, the way I can preach online is the way I preach online. But I'm trusting God that it's going to change. Amen. The Spirit is going to come very soon. Amen. Yeah. Properties are going to come. Amen. Amen. I'm trusting God. But nothing should stop us from preaching because we always have something to preach with. Are you getting it? I see some people, they stand and they are shouting and preaching. My brother, my sister, you, you don't have a public address system. Your voice will kill it by trying to turn it into a PA system. Are you getting it? If you don't have a PA system, use the one-on-one -on -one approach. That's what is at your disposal. When God needs you to start using peace system, He will get it available to you. I cannot say. And if prevention, you are to learn, you are to pastor innovation, and you don't have the peace system, my brother and sister, don't shout at the top of your voice. Gather them close. Let them be close to you. I cannot say. Let them be close to you, so that you don't need to shout. You don't need a, a podium when there is no peace system. You don't need a podium. A podium is necessary when there is a peace system. When there's no peace system, there's no need for good You are all together, we are serving the Lord together. What shall we We did, I did that before for three years. Now I didn't lose my voice. Are you what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. But we understand it that when there's no peace system, then we bring them together. Because anybody that does not come together is not from us, it's against us. So let it go somewhere. But the Lord wants us to bring the gospel with the resources at our disposal. Not trying to look for resources that is not as well. Anything that you, you, you borrow to use or bear to use is not at your disposal. Yes. And it will not produce results for you. And the privilege of God is we are not using a loan and we will never use a loan to run ministry. We will never use a loan. We will never. God will never have it. Amen. We will never bear to do ministry. Amen. We are not begging, we will not bear. We will never bear. God will never allow it. What do you have is okay for us? Are you getting me? Yes. It's at our disposal, we use it. We use it. A pastor always tells me, the man power you have should determine the activities you carry out. Yes. Yeah. You cannot be saying you want to do a crusade, mega crusade. When you are, you are, you are the new person, you have to use the mega crusade. Then you now pay money to people for them to come and do logistics for you. After the crusade, the hirelings will leave. And then at the end of the day, even if you win souls, the souls will scatter. Yeah. Because there's nobody to follow up on the wall. So have you achieved anything? You have filled yourself. But if you go with your this, what the resources you have, the only thing I know is that it's only a matter of time. Somebody will see me and walk into where I am. Yes. Mm. Amen. Somebody will walk in here and say, I just love this family. 
the way they have been faithful, the way they have been consistent, I just love them. This kind of family is what I'm looking for. This kind of thing is what I'm looking for. People may say all the love you have been but people that are this consistent are not that kind of people. Amen. On, on the average, people don't, don't understand people that don't, don't know people that are consistent and are successful. Yeah. But you, when those who want to succeed, see consistency, they say, I want consistency. And when the kind of person called me, he doesn't expect me to change to suit him. He loved me. So I have to remain who I am for him to keep working with me. Are you getting what I'm saying? But the one who doesn't love me for who I am, who doesn't love me for my consistency, when he comes, you want me to change to suit him. And those are the kind of people that will call me. That's been my test. And I'll be passing it. I can't change. I can't change to suit you. You have to love me for who I am. On this podium, on this pulpit, you have to love me for who I am. On the, if I go on the field, I have to reach out to you the way you are. But when you come in here, you have to be ready to what? To love me the way I am. See, I don't need to smile when I'm preaching. I don't need to cry jokes. You have to love me the way I am. See, I don't joke and shout when I'm preaching to love me the way I am. Enjoy the message. Take the message. Take the important ones and go. Amen. Yeah. Because is this consistency that's kept me on? If I do jumping and shouting every Sunday, I'm not broken down by now. If I could be chasing people that don't want to be ministry since I'm not being frustrated that permission by now. And what is more important than the issue is continuity. It's continuity. If you can continue, should that thing say you can continue? If you can continue, things will be unfolded by the day. And one day you wake up and discover that the things that you think you didn't have, you just that they're right there. In fact, they have been there. Are you getting So resources at our disposal is very important. We must not try to use resources that are not at our disposal. Don't rent a baby that you cannot afford. Don't use loan to buy equipment for church. And then every time the keyboard strikes a, a chord, your heart beats. When it strikes a chord, and your heart is streaking, and it strikes, your heart strikes, when the drummer hits the, uh, the bass drum, your heart beats. So that means as keyboardist is striking, drummer is striking, bass is the bass is not the one. Your, your heart is is going in different coordinates. Then the singer starts singing, your heart starts going wild. Why? Because you are thinking of how to play. No, 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 no. I hear what I'm saying. The resources at your disposal. The resources at your what? Disposal. You pick your resources at your disposal. As a child of God, I'm talking about those relations. What about those in everyday life? My brother, you don't need to leave your office to say, I want to go out in the afternoon during break time to go out to live in the Ah, before you come back, somebody will take your position. Or when it's time to be uh, feeding up the cashier, somebody, if somebody comes as a teller in the van, somebody comes and instead of you to be uh, writing the, the, uh, the necessaries, and then start being, and as I say, I want to tell you the man in love of yours. So I say, you choose whether I pass or not to be at least <laughs> instead I want to be. But you know, you can, you can still be filling it up. And as you're filling it up, you're praying in the Holy Spirit. And as you're praying in the Holy Spirit, you just tell the person, um, Jesus loves you. Um, uh, can I not drop a note for you? You just drop a note for the person. In fact, and you're going to go. As you're praying in the Holy Spirit, as you're filling up, Lord, say, this person has a liver problem. And he's, 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 he's going for, for, for he, he, you know, he's at a critical stage and we need to pray for him. So, my brother, can I pray for you? 
say, with the people before, I didn't know okay, if you're already prepared, but I just want to let you that you have a liver problem, then there are those three months in group. Ah, ah. What? Eh? Uh, stop the stamping. Attend to something that is more important. If I this money that you are, I'm, I'm cashing out now. Is that right? I'm withdrawing. Is that right to go for treatment? So wait first. Let's wait first. Wait first. Attend to me. And when you do that, okay, you want to receive, you just want to say, you say yes, you don't get money, you yes, and you okay, you need it to grind there, you pray for the body, you say yes, he is that he goes, instead of me to use money to go and do treatment, you use money to go and do tests. And the test shows, oh boy, everything that was shown before negative, what will you do? That money will talk to us, or rather for you. Are you going to say? Or rather is that money to bless you? Are you getting it? So, we can preach with the resources at our disposal. The resources at our disposal. When you are free, you go online, you drop a message. You drop a message about Jesus. About Jesus. Just tell them about Jesus. Now let them know that it's all about Jesus. You are all about Jesus. Are you getting me? Let them not know you for over there, for parties, for events. No. Let them not know you for Saturdays is for weddings. That's what people say. Saturdays is for weddings, occasions. Let them not know you as Saturdays for occasions. Let them know you that everything is Jesus did. That's if you know you are simple. And then you buy, oh, he shared on that clothes he has buy. He has bought, sorry. Oh, always brandishing his family. Before you now become targets that you shoot arrows at. But when they shoot, you keep sharing that you let them shoot Jesus now, better for you. When they show you, when they are revealing the word of God, they are showing them the word of God. They should shoot the word of God, better for you. So nobody can say we don't have enough resources to preach. We have resources. But we are not just maximizing our what? Resources. We have resources to preach. Praise God forevermore. Now, so how are we to preach the gospel? I'm going to be ending with this. Amen to Jesus. We're going to be ending. Uh, it's quite a long word. Amen. Uh, it's quite a long word. Uh, but let me see how far I can go. Alright, 2 Timothy 4 verse 2. He says, Paul was speaking to Timothy, and I, I like this too because most of the times we don't read this part of scripture. Many of those who tell you, preach the gospel, preach the gospel, stop preaching them, say, preach the gospel. They don't read this part. They don't, they, they actually intentionally remove this part of their Bible. Either they chose not to read it or they point. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Correct. When they start correcting wrongs, they say they are preaching sin. And they say they are not preaching the gospel. The gospel is good news. Do you know if I'm correcting you, I'm giving you good news? Amen. <laughs> Alright, let's go. So, Alright, let's just keep this passion. It's going to be from 2 Timothy 4 verse 2. Paul came to Timothy here. It says, Pray to God, the instant is ceasing and out of ceasing. Reprove, rebuke, exalt with wrong suffering, and what? Doctrine. It says, God. The preach of all, the instant is in and out of season. Number one, reprove. reprove. Number two, rebuke. And then number three, exalt. With what? What type of exalt with? Long suffering and doctrine. Bible basically he says, be preaching the word at all times. I like it. Say, be preaching it at all times. No break time. So two things I do with us is in prayer and preaching. First Thessalonians 5 verse 17 says pray without ceasing. Second Timothy 4 verse 2 says preach the word. We start to see that of it. That's preach without ceasing. Alright. It says we preach the word at all times. In every place. Every place. So when you go to some area and I can't preach here. Then I don't want to be called a fanatic. 
Ah, you know, uh, that's, that's what they, 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 they used to pay themselves when they don't pay because I don't know, call it fanatic. See, it's fanatic Christianity. It's religious Christianity. You can just, you can choose not to just, see, you can just flow, you can just flow. Praise God. Um, which I'm going to say when they had their own school association, own boys association. So when we were together, I told them, say, my brothers, you see this thing with Jesus. <laughs>
So I decided that if I go to school, I will come back again to come and ask my father for money. I will teach myself to succeed. Yeah. What pain did you go to? When you came, when you okay, I got admission to school to study medicine. Came home one day and told his father, okay, this is the test book I to buy. Father took the test book at him. Said in your class. He said anybody that is does not a father. He thought the father wanted to say something that was let me use the word meaningful. I think he asked, he answered the father, yes. Say that person, who is buying his books for me? What in the world? That you are still alive and you are doing as if you are dead. Say it in baby! Say but those words pushed him. Say when he graduated from let's go square the process and if he told me father call everybody in the whole area. Hey! My son is a doctor now. My son is a doctor now. My son. I push him! Push him! Sharp or sometimes I'm not sweet, but I'm not full. Yes. Remember my father was, I was so I was clumsy. I was clumsy the way I was, I, I don't know. Uh, she he told me to go and calculate something and I calculated it clumsy. And as I came to meet him and he told me, what are you calculating? He's a senior accountant, I'm your coming accountant. I felt the pain in me. Jay! Jay! But you see, that one will have to be small. Now I say, if only that my father told us more sharp words. He wasn't telling us sharp words. I cannot say. Sharp words. Let them pierce you. Let them push you. Trust nobody is pushing anybody. Tell us, keep up doing us. We have been still possible here. But I think he says you must tell God's people, you must tell God's message to people. Always be ready to tell it. Always be what? Ready to tell it. Continue to tell it. Oh, you have to always be ready. Number two must do what? Continue to tell it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Whether people want to listen to you or not. <laughs> Continue. This is welcome to me this year. God gave these teachers. 2010, there are about They said, God told me, keep preaching, but that is the result of what I do understand. About 10 years back the journey, I understand it better. Whether people want to hear your words, continue talking. You see, some of us have the anointing that we talk without what they used to us to want. You know, some of us have it. I thank God for the blessing of that anointing in my family. But amen. Now my daughter have the anointing. You know what I'm saying? When I was a child, I must talk. Home. I must talk. I must talk. Whether it's talking or it doesn't matter, I must talk. It was that's when my mother told me that what was the day I was talking and talking and talking and, and nobody was listening to me. And then she asked me, who are you talking to? And I boldly replied that I am talking to myself. <laughs> Amen. That was in the answer for second Timothy 4 verse 2. And that's it. And my mother, she asked me also, she must talk. You can't shut up. She will talk. If you don't listen, she will talk to herself. She will talk, if not this she will talk, she will sing the song, she will talk to herself, she will talk to herself, she will talk to herself. You must talk with that people, people that want to listen to you or not. You see, the assignment of preaching is, is forbidden unrighteousness. Yes. Are you not saying Because when you preach, you can go to God and say, God, I preach to them. Their blood will not be my hands. Yeah. My demons blood cannot be my hand. No, 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 I preach. I preach, I will preach. I'm a prison. Yeah. They're passing the me. They look up the pass. I'm preaching. They enter the place and stop at me. I'm preaching. Are you not saying? Preaching is not about people. Preaching is about assignments. Preaching is not about people. Preaching is about mandates. You cannot come before God and say, God. 
whether they want to listen to you or not. Talk. <laughs> now, why Paul talk to, to Timothy this kind of thing? <laughs> Pastor, you need to understand. Pastor, you need to understand. 
people enter this preaching, they are preaching. No. Ah, the evidence are not simple. I say, what is left for you? You've not left your that's why you are doing like this. And the reason why I'm condemning them is because he himself was not doing it. And he said, let the people who are preaching, let them keep preaching, let them keep praying.
There was a lady of the Blessed Memory when I went on our trip in our first church we planted in Nigeria. I remember in that season, that period, I was always preaching, I was always taught, uh, preaching uh, sexual purity, preaching sexual purity. And I was teaching sexual purity, making them understand that sexual immorality is sin. And I remember that when it's a sex outside marriage is a sin, uh, sex before marriage is a sin. And I was just going on sexual purity. So once after, she was one who was telling me that she never knew that sex outside of marriage and before marriage was the same. I was like, I was shocked. It was a shock. Some, some of us, we think that everybody knows. We think that people know it is. We think that people know That's one of the things that is the, the cloud in the church. Some people, they are going to read their Yahudia. They think they're not going to And sincerely, sincerely, they believe that as long as they have the the body, that God is behind. That's what they say. It is the grace of God. You don't understand. See, if there's some of you that sincerely walk, you don't understand what's happening. You don't understand. Some people that sincerely, very, 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 she was sincerely walk. And she was saying, having sex. What the fuck? She didn't say anything wrong. In fact, she says, as you finish secondary school, she just called one guy, took the guy out, and the guy is better than that was all right. There was nothing wrong. And for that, was, sex was the normal thing and what? But sitting on that and she knew that it was wrong. The reason that the guy wanted to marry her, she told the guy, no sex. The guy was one who told me that if she told her, she told him he's, she's not born again. So no sex before marriage. I felt happy. She told me this, then the guy told her that. Told me that. Are you not saying? So the people who are sincerely wrong, they don't know. Now, if you did not tell them what is wrong, and you don't tell them to stop doing the wrong thing, how will they do? For example, I'll give a little another, I'll give a little story. Uh, they began to, uh, I started now listening to some psychologists talking about the psychopaths. It was because of the training video of a young boy, a small boy, who said, his teacher asked him, what do you want to be when you grow up? He said, I want to be a murderer. He said, I mean, what do you want to be? I want to be a murderer. He said, he loves killing children, he loves to kill, he wants to kill everybody in the world. And only his family will be dead. And the teacher said, what about you? If you said, well, you're my teacher, I'll kill you. And then the teacher said, oh, you're my family, you're telling me, he said, yes. So the fact that they can ask, what is he going to do? I want to be a murderer. Situations. He said, the psychopaths, they, they don't see killing as anything wrong. In fact, they have lost emotions. And they come most of the time for watching these killing shows and killing movies. He said, two guys, two, a four-year-old boy and a, uh, a how-many-year-old boy, two of them took a two-year-old boy and they killed this boy in, in cold blood. They killed him, they, they tore him, they killed him and they dismembered him. Are you getting what I'm saying? And when they were interviewing them, one of them felt no emotions and no remorse. He was just, I killed him. And I'm like, you, you know you killed him? He said, yes, I killed him. And there was no remorse, there was no emotions. He didn't feel anything that he had done anything bad. He just said, I killed him. And it was fine, it was cool. And then the story of other guys, small children who were killing children, and there was nothing to them. It's normal, this is just normal life. And he said, those have become psychopaths. Psychopaths are emotionless. And to them, killing is a normal way of life. So they just keep killing. That's just from them, they are even laughing, they are excited. Now, if they say when people are going to the stage of being psychopaths, they need 
They have forgotten their response that they shouted. They are coming back to me again. Hey, that is where did we stop in our relationship? Now, that's, those are people who have been very patient in teaching. Why? Because for them, you just corrected them, but you have not destroyed the relationship they share with them. But those who say, because you corrected me, relationship grows, my brother, don't even correct the next time. Be sensitive to the body language. Are you getting it? Be sensitive to the body language. Just to the body language. This one was all correction. Don't correct the next time again. Make them to themselves. But we have to be patient in doing this. This is one of the responsibilities we have. You see, if we can do this to each other very well, the church will come out as a glorious church. If we can patiently correct each other, lovingly correct each other, we will come out the glorious church we are meant to be. And if we keep on doing this responsibility, we discover that not only will we be what God wants us to be, we can put the world in check. And in no time, we can take the world for Jesus. That's the end of this one. Now these teachings are gentle, gentle teachings because they are, uh, we are just taking ourselves what we are meant to do. They, they are, they are uh, going to maturity teachings. Amen to Jesus. At this moment, if you have the sound of my voice, you know me, Jesus, a Lord and personal Savior. But you cannot get to this room we are in. I will encourage you to make Jesus a Lord and personal Savior. If you want to do that, please just say this prayer to me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that you died for me on Calvary Street. You shed your blood to take away my sins. Jesus, today, I surrender my life to you. I make you my Lord and personal Savior. Because you chose me, I choose to serve and follow the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone who has made this prayer. Thank you for receiving them in the beloved and granting them the grace to serve and follow the days of their lives in the name of Jesus. If I'm going to pray one prayer, Lord, I receive grace to preach the gospel. Yes, Lord. In season and out. Of season. Open your mouth and pray. Oh, Father, Lord, I receive grace to preach the gospel. Jesus is the sweetest name. We believe that you were blessed by this teaching. To listen to more teachings by Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna, please visit Grace Life Kami Podcast today. Send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. For more information about the ministry, kindly visit our website, ministry.org. Grace to you. Jesus is Lord.